Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Las Vegas. This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Going bell to bell with the best in professional wrestling news, entertainment, and lots of Sin City surprises from inside the squared circle. Now, let's get to all the exciting pro wrestling action and bring on the host. Here is Mark Hoke. Hey, let's do another hour of pro wrestling news and entertainment. Here on K-Dawn, I am Mark Hoke, the David Difference. By my side, sort of. Yeah, yeah buddy. I'm over here. I'm hey, over here. He's over there. We're, we're separated by class. I have to produce the show as well, so I'm in the booth. Oh, and I just sit here and talk. Is that what you're saying? Well, are you pushing any buttons? I am, man. Which one? Las Vegas. All of Las Vegas. I'm pushing uh, your buttons. Fair that's enough. What, that's what I do here. There you go. The David difference, everybody. So a lot of great stuff going on in pro wrestling. We're going to bring it all to you. And, David, let's start getting into this Double or Nothing card that we had the honor of attending, and by the way, thanks to AEW for setting everything up. Had great interviews with Soraya, Jeff Jarrett. Yep. That was a blast. Got to go to the scrum where I got flamed. Yep, and we got somebody fired. But, you know, we, that we did end up getting, um, they, they granted us, uh, what, 50% off everything, concessions, because, oh. because, you know, of the disrespect that was endured. Or they just did it because we had badges. Nah, nah. I want to <laughs> believe they did it for the right reason. Okay, believe that. You, believe that. Keep I, it in your heart, buddy. <laughs> it's like Santa Claus. It's all good. Yeah. yeah, but but we had an awesome time, and thank you for everything for me, W. We certainly do appreciate it. So let's start going down through this big card. Uh, we did have a pre-show match where we enjoyed the now servitude of Ethan Page starting for the Hardys. As Hook taps out the force said Mr. All Ego in a six-man match, he is now under the service contract of the Hardys. Nice pre-show match. Yeah, got us started. Got everybody going. Yeah, yeah. You know? Got us going. It was, it was all right. Of course, uh, Paige was teamed with the Guns, who turned out to be no help whatsoever. <laughs> right. Did they even get in? Oh yeah, they were in. Oh. It was, you know, that that match took a lot longer than I thought it would, but it was a fun match. Yeah, so. yeah, no, good stuff right there. I, I think I was getting nachos. Yeah, but I don't know if you saw that <laughs> Jeff Hardy had what everybody thought was a botch in the match, but it turned out he actually planned it. That I mean, how do you plan that? Because I I went back and watched it and was like, how, why and how? I had just read his story on that today that. You know, basically, it was just to kind of enhance the story that Jeff made a mistake in the match and to kind of turn it. I don't know if I buy that. I watched it; and it just looked, it looked like a, he botched it, man. Okay, did you you saw it? Well, yeah, I saw it. Well, did it look like okay? Then I'm gonna do this spot where I, I don't think so. I'm not buying that. Not buying the uh, the faked botch. Yeah, I planned that. All right. nah, get out of here. All right, fair enough. Get out of here. Opened the main show with a great battle royal. The 21-man blackjack battle royal for the AEW International Championship, Orange Cassidy Survives. And I know Dave and I, when when everybody was coming out for this match, we were kind of going through the roster of people that were in this thing. That was a loaded battle royal. You know, a lot of times those are kind of throwaways. Mm. This was really a terrific match. 
and Orange Cassidy gets by Swerve Strickland to wrap it up. But, you know, we got to see some Swerve and Keith Lee, and, you know, that thing's getting rolling, and you know, we're setting up a couple of feuds in this thing. I thought that match was very, very well done. Yeah, I think it was entertaining. Obviously, uh, top of the night, um, you know, to start it off. Yeah, it was great. So, many, so much talent in that ring, you know, and, like, it was like, where do I watch? Where do I watch? Because there was so much happening and going on. But, yeah, definitely a great way to start the show, and uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah, so we went from that one into our next one, and this is the one that everybody was kind of talking about the crowd being a little off. Adam Cole taking on Chris Jericho Mm -hmm. in their unsanctioned match. First off, (laughs) the question of the night for you was, where's Sabu? (laughs) Right. um, Yeah, Sabu. I don't. That's... That made no sense, right? I mean, what was he doing there? And then we thought he, what did you keep saying? He's, He's dead. dead. <laughs> He's dead. Because we couldn't see. I didn't see him get up and leave. I didn't either. He jumped off the uh, the rope onto the table or something, and he just never got up. So he may have been there the whole show for all we know. <laughs> <laughs> they just kind of rolled Sabu to the timekeeper's table and said, relax. Yeah, just be here, man. Just be here. But I think that uh, that's the sentiment of everybody is like, what, what did that add or for that match at all i don't know yeah i was i was a little surprised that they they really didn't need him at all you know at, it was just an odd odd booking of whoa i it didn't add anything to it no you know? i i thought the one of the best parts of the match was when you know you had soraya coming out and Britt baker and the kendo sticks are flying and everybody's getting beat up you know that was that got everybody going for sure, yeah. I th- I think that you know, the, as far as crowd reaction, people were waiting, just like, okay, where's this going? And then when it ended, I remember I looked at you and was like, "What happened?" You're like, "I beat him, beat him to submission." Yeah, I th- like I, what? I thought I thought he had a cut over his eye from where we were sitting, but I was wrong. It, didn't but, he? It looked like he had a cut I eye, mean, but still, even with that, it is a non-sanctioned. Like he's been through worse. Everybody's been through worse, and it's like stopped it. Okay, that's enough. It wasn't like Drago beating on Apollo Creed. Right. It wasn't that. I so I I was like, what happened? You're like, oh, you, like like it was a thing. Yeah, no, it's not a thing. It, it was, was horrible. It was an odd finish, and I think it hurt the match. You know, and and just I like I said, I, that was a point where the crowd was kind of like, oh, okay, it's over. Yeah, yeah. And that was it. It just you know it, that one that ending fell flat. You think? Just yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> I was like, dude, what what the hell just happened? What did we just see? Yeah. So we had uh so but uh, Adam Cole continues on his role and man, I'll tell you what, I you know, I I'm really torn on whether I want to see Adam Cole in the main event with MJF over at uh at Wembley. But mm-hmm. that wouldn't be bad. That wouldn't be bad. Well, you're also talking about Wembley now. I mean we got punk back in the mix too. Yeah, I'm. Well, I'm thinking that's a six man match. Punk. Yeah, you got you oh. got Punk and FTR against the Elite. If they if they run with it, yeah, I think it's you know, I mean, yes, yes, that'll be the match. It's done. it should be the match. It will be the match. Right. I I called it right now. Speaking of FTR, FTR taking on Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal for the AEW World Tag Team Championships. A lot of people said this one was overbooked. I thought it was fun. I got a kick out of this match. I really enjoyed it. I was stunned to see Aubrey Edwards, the referee, taking the guitar to the melon 
from <laughs> Jeff's wife, Karen. Yeah, everybody went nuts. She's animated. I got some clips, too, that uh, I don't think it was on the camera of her you know, going off on the crowd that I'll post on the Instagram. But, <laughs> yeah, I like that match, man. It was like there was a lot going on, a lot of moving parts. I'm usually not huge on uh, some tag team matches, but there was a lot of elements to that, and it was, it was entertaining. I don't yeah, care what anybody and, says. Yeah, and, of course, Mark Briscoe was the referee, and he got involved in that, and you know, yeah. it was, you know, I, I really thought this was a good match. I don't know why everybody was, some people were kind of down on it, but I, I thought it was well done. You know, you, you tied a lot of storylines together. And then of course you open this thing up with Aubrey and, and Karen. Wow. Yeah. And that's going to be a thing. I mean, yeah, no, it was good. It, it, it opened up a lot of doors and it was very entertaining. The crowd was hot for it. Yeah. So FTR retains their AEW world tag team championships. Then we went on to Wardlow and Christian Cage. I thought Wardlow broke his leg in this match. Right. I remember you. That spot where he kicked a ladder out. Yeah. And it just looked weird from where we were. But overall, I thought the match was terrific. Wardlow has some amazing spots in there. He actually, thank you for the retweet, my friend. Uh, oh. Yeah. He retweeted the when I, I had a nice long shot of him doing that uh, mm-hmm. senton off the ladder. Onto the uh, big dinosaur dude. Big dinosaur dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was a good match as well, man. Yeah, I, I <laughs> once again, you know, solid match. Yeah. Wardlow retains, and, you know, I, I'm hoping we'll get to see Wardlow and Luchasaurus really get to let it go because those two guys are terrific, and I think Luchasaurus gets very underrated for what he can do in the ring. So I'd really enjoy seeing those two get in a nice feud and really duke it out for a while. Yeah, I, I, I would I would pay to see that. I'm you know, and I'm still getting acclimated to the AEW, right? As far as my watch schedule and getting to know everybody and the talent. So um I'll I'll be with you soon on that. We had the AEW women's championship on the line. An injured Jamie Hader ends up working this match. She gets dragged out by the outcast to Tony Storm who picks the bones and as much as Jamie Hayter fought back, Tony Storm is now back as the AEW Women's Champion. So no playing around with interim titles, and you know we got to hear in the press conference talking about that, because that was a sore subject. But now she is the AEW World Women's Champion, and this will be interesting to see where this road goes, because a lot of people were really hoping that it was going to be Saray and Jamie Hayter both wrestlers from the UK mm-hmm. getting to fight it out at all in. But now that I don't know if that match is in jeopardy or not. I guess it depends how bad Jamie's shoulder is. Right. But now getting to Tony Storm and getting to that match with Tony Storm as a champion, that's going to be interesting. Yeah. How that, how they play it out. Yeah. Because you've got the champ in the outcast. Right. So to get to Soraya, you split them up. I think so. If you if she's not ready, that would give Soraya a great moment with Tony Storm and actually going in there not as a heel either, as a baby face. Oh boy. Yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah, I mean, but I, but I this this was one of those that was one of the really kind of quiet moments for everybody during the night too because I think we were all kind of like oh what's going on and then we see Jamie Hare getting dragged out, kind of knew it was coming and I think that one. That was probably the lightest spot of the night for the crowd. 
Yeah, I want to say so as well. Yeah, that was when that music played and she didn't come out, right? Right. And then it, like, okay, here we go. Yeah, I it, it was whatever for me. Yeah. I think I was getting nachos. <laughs> you, how many nachos <laughs> did you eat? Uh, two. Okay. All good. <laughs> well, some guys that weren't eating nachos, the acclaimed and daddy ass took on the House of Black in their open challenge for the AEW World Trios Championship. And once again, some people were not big on this match. I thought it was a fun match. It was very, it was entertaining. Like, yeah, and the freestyle at the beginning, roasting, oh. like that, that was classic. Um, Poor buddy. So that was my whole with the, with the acclaimed. That was my introduction there. I had seen them like clips, and I didn't even pay attention. Uh, the crowd was real behind it. I, I love what they're doing, and uh, Billy Gunn, man, unbelievable. It's my guy, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm like. I like him in his fifties and still looking like built like a tank. Yeah, yeah, he's jacked. Still got it. Um, I think that's an interesting team. Um, House of Black. You're not. You're not big on them. Nah. Wow. Nah. You're one of the few, buddy. Am I? Yeah. Well, I'll but be that. I, I mean, not that you know. And again, great team, but like uh, that old dark. I'm not even a Bray Wyatt guy. Like, give me a break. Oh, see, so we're going to fight about this because one of the things that I really like about them when they're having their their house matches mm-hmm. is the lighting. Oh yeah, that was cool. With all the spiral lighting, you know, away from the with the on the fans from the hard away from the hard cam, plus you know the 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 video boards are lit up with the uh, smoldering fire. Yeah, it's a- I mean it's a that is a neat setup. I really think they stumbled onto something there because i it's just a, a cool atmosphere for a match you know what it throws me back to is the old days okay. you know when you and i would go to the arena mm-hmm. and all the lights would come down the spotlight was on the wrestlers in the ring and you really couldn't see a whole lot else right you, you know yeah, that yeah, I, I, I thought about that, about that yeah you know? yeah those were the house shows yeah yeah where yeah it was a different feel, man. But yeah, no, I i, I like the whole aura and the uh, mystique of what was happening there um the way the arena was um it was good, man. We had another title change. Did we? Just a little unexpected. Oh, yeah. Taya Valkyrie takes on Jade Cargill for the TBS championship. And a pretty good match. I called squash. I was wrong. Oh, yeah. Even though did. some people <laughs> wrote reviews that claimed it was a squash. And I'm like, what were... I, I don't know what people were watching yeah. at home. Because some of the stuff that I read about these matches, I'm sitting here and saying to myself, were you watching Night of Champions last night or something? Right. I mean, it, I, did you mix it up with Rhea Ripley and 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 Natty? You know what I you know? What, what can explain? It? I think we're in the uh, multiverse, and people did see a different show. Man. Okay. Because I saw something that was fire. Terrific match. Terrific match. Uh, Jade Cargill survives. The sixty and zero graphic goes up. Mm-hmm. She had her dancer sorority sisters in there dancing her to the ring. By the way, which was really cool. Yep. I'm sure you were getting uh, funky like a monkey to that. Nope. No? Okay. Nah. But then <sighs> smart Mark <laughs> Sterling, yeah. who I hate to tell you, Mr. Sterling, but I am the smart Mark. Damn. I'm the mastermind. Damn. Because I would never put Jade Cargill in that position. Goes in the ring, puts out an open challenge, and Chris Statlander, who had been on the shelf for nine months with her second knee injury, Comes out, probably the biggest pop of the night. Crowd's going nuts. Chris Statlander gets in there, 
pins Jade Cargill and wins the TBS championship. And you and I were at the press conference, and you could tell she was very emotional about making this comeback, and not only in the comeback, but then winning a title to boot over an undefeated Jade Cargill. So the streak's over. Jade's taking some time off. Pretty interesting way this whole thing unfolded there, David Difference. Yeah, yeah. You could uh, tell, like, emotional in the press conference there, and just what a way to win that title. I mean, coming back, I, you know, and let me be honest with you, man. You want my reaction to the match, and you yeah. were there, so you saw mm-hmm. it. And I said, who's that? <laughs> See, you're behind on AEW. Right, right. So that was the problem. But the crowd was going nuts, so I'm like, who is this? You broke it down, and then, you know, obviously after the press conference and knowing the story, and you know, I, I think you're, I think it's a good thing. Yeah, I'm excited for Chris, and you know, just an incredible athlete. And she's one of those people that started out in AEW and you know, was doing her little alien boop thing. It was kind of okay. What? The what? Yeah, she'll the little alien boop thing. She was an alien. What you, you you were behind on this? Okay, but she would do a little finger boop, boop. To, to somebody's nose, like you know, I do like you do to a little kid. But what? what, what was that, that went. That, 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 that was her finisher. No, it wasn't a finisher, but it was something she did. It's gone now, thank God. Okay, I'm gonna go back. I, I got to yeah. watch because I haven't seen any matches except for the one we just saw. So watch. I, I'm gonna look forward. For, did you say the alien? She yeah. was an alien. Yeah, she was an alien. Yeah, like uh, Peter on the wall there. Yeah. Like Peter on the wall in our booth. <laughs> I don't. I go see, now. It, I'm intrigued. Now I'll give you a match to go back and watch. Chris Statlander, Ruby Soho from last year here at Dynamite. Okay. Or I think it might have been a Rampage. Uh, unbelievable match, and Chris was way over. But it's good to see her back. We're excited, and that was uh, something special for when, her. When did she stop being an alien? Is that just something you choose? Uh, uh, she. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. She was trying to do something different, and it was kind of. Eh. All right, I got I'm in, now. I'm interested. So when we tell you what, we will take a break, and then we're going to come back and talk about the last couple matches on the card. Of course, we had a world championship match, and a little local flair on this. By the way, yes. if you didn't get to hear this story, so we'll talk about that. And of course, the anarchy in the arena match, where one of the wrestlers actually had to get a fire performer's license to do something that he did. So we'll talk about that and plus get into WWE a little bit and some other stories that went on this week. I got this email. And we got this email. Don't forget the email. So stick around, everybody. We've got a lot more coming up on the Mark Hoke Show here on KDON. David Difference, Mark Hoke with you today. Stick around. We'll be right back. In a kayfabe world, LasVegasWrestlingScene.com brings you the real story. Las Vegas Wrestling Scene is the source for pro wrestling news, along with their up-to-date events calendar. Visit LasVegasWrestlingScene.com. Get ready for one of the most exciting and interactive events on the pro wrestling calendar. The 57th Annual Cauliflower Alley Club Reunion at the Plaza in Las Vegas. Meet some of your all-time professional wrestling favorites. Check out the wrestling memorabilia. Participate in terrific seminars and star-studded events, including Tuesday and Wednesday night CAC Awards and Dinner Nights. Visit CaulifloweralleyClub.org and get your tickets and membership today. That's CaulifloweralleyClub.org. 1015 FM K-Don. This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Here again, your host, Mark Hoke. 
Yeah, let's keep this thing rolling, baby. The Mark Hoke Show on KDON 101.5 FM. We are the talk of Las Vegas, the best in pro wrestling news and entertainment. As long as my voice holds up. Yeah. Boy, I, I need some help with that. Feats don't fail me now. Yeah. Maybe I should go to Infinite Wellness LV. Ah. Get a little help with that. There you go, yeah. Get on over there, guys. Tell you what, if you, you know, want to feel a little better, want to look a little better, you know, you ladies too, check them out. Infinite Wellness LV. Uh, you can go to infinitewellness.info. They help you out with uh, hair restoration, erectile dysfunction, uh, nutrition help, uh, weight loss, which uh, I'm working with Jenny over there and having a great time doing it, uh, Botox, I mean, all that fun stuff, vitamin they, infusions. They do they, uh, uh, type 3? No, I don't, I don't know if they treat type 3 diabetes. <laughs> but... All right. But you can head on over to make an appointment. Call them at 702-842-2244 at 702-842-2244. InfiniteWellnessLV.info is the website. Or stop by and say hi to Jennifer Jordan and Dr. Caprio at 8925 West Post Road, Suite 100 here in Las Vegas. You'll be glad you did, I promise. So check it out, Infinite Wellness LV. So there you go. Get down there. Get yeah, to- yeah, yeah. Everybody can uh, do feeling better. Do feeling. I don't even know how to talk. Everybody could do feeling better. Right. Right. So, <laughs> you know? you know, it's kind of like average Joe's. You know, if you just want to feel a little bit better about yourself. Everybody could do feeling better. Right. So check it out. Infinite, Infinite Wellness LV. <laughs> well, four guys that were, well, three of them weren't feeling too good after their match was over, but one was in the world championship match. The Pillars match, Maxwell Jacob Friedman, Darby Allen, Sammy Guevara, and Jungle Boy hook it up. And MJF walks out once again as the AEW world champion. It was a minus 5,000 favorite going into that match, and turned out that was the correct bet, which mm. you could have placed on betonline.ag, by the way. Okay. Yeah, I didn't, so, I didn't uh, foresee any other outcome to this thing. No, but... The match actually, Dave. It was funny. That was set up at future at future <clears throat> stars of wrestling here in Las Vegas. Was it? What do you mean? Yeah, they went down and you know did some work there. So, oh, who AEW? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. So, but uh, but a terrific match. Uh, you know, <laughs> they played into Sammy Guevara having a baby. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that that was out, funny. Right? That was the pop when it came in. Like. And so they said that was him going uh, face, right? Yeah, sort of, sort of. But yeah, he and Ty Mello were having a child, and of course, MJF had been trying to bribe Sammy to lay down in this match. Oh, right. right, right. <laughs> and there was a pause where the other two participants were out, and MJF said, "Think of the baby." <laughs> yeah. Busted the crowd up, yeah, uh, yeah. but uh, he finishes it off getting after Darby Allen takes a coffin drop onto the AEW Championship belt. And ends up uh, putting a headlock on him. The headlock takeover. And good game. Sia, MJF, retains the world championship. David, did you like the match? I love the match. I think, um, I mean, obviously, for me, it was the match of the night. I want to say um, just four tremendous talents in there. And, like, yeah, they told a good story. And, you know, a lot of a lot of hot spots happening in that one. And, yeah, yeah they're like, and the comedy of it as well. 
MJF yeah. is my guy. Yeah, kind of had everything except type three diabetes. Right, right. It did not have that, but yeah, the crowd was hot for it. Um, and I, I don't, I, I think I expected just w- what they gave us. It's like there was no way. I know you had said a oh, fifteen minute match or what. I was like, we were looking at the time. Like, is this going into four hours or? No, because I don't think this is going to be a fifteen minute match. Like they, you know, it went and it it went. What was it? Twenty five, thirty minutes. Uh, let me see. I have the time here somewhere. Bear with me for one moment because I know I've got that handy. 27.50. Yeah. No, nah, and I, I I don't think there was a moment that was like, all right, let's wrap this up. Well, they had to wrap it up because we had another brutal match to wrap this card up. Mm. The anarchy in the arena. Yeah. Blackpool Combat Club, Danielson Moxley, Castagnoli and Wheeler Yuta taking on the Elite, Kenny Omega, Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson, and Hangman Adam Page, dude, this one was might have been crazier than last year's. We had Claudio beating up one of the Jacksons in a truck outside. <laughs> Nasty fight in the concession stands. A little throwback to the poker chip uh, from earlier. The right. first double or nothing. With the barbed wire. With the barbed wire this time. Just unbelievable stuff going on. And... You know, one of the more interesting stories that happened was Matt Jackson did a spot where he did a super kick that had a little, some sort of flare on it or something. Flare? That was an explosion. Okay. It blew up <laughs> yeah. when he landed the kick. It and, blowed up, man. And he actually had to get a license to do that spot. Oh, did he? Did you know that? Nah, what, uh, this what, was, what type of license? This was pretty that? crazy. He actually had to go and to the... Um, Nevada Licensing Commission, they they license fire performers. Okay. And so anybody that's doing anything with fire, they've got to go through a class and all that. Mm-hmm. He had to go through this and get a license to do the spot. Well, Pretty crazy. Makes sense. Safety first. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah, I didn't know that, but that, yeah, that's interesting. It was a huge explosion. You need to be well trained. Yes. And Wheeler Yuta ends up getting the pinfall in this match. He was had been berated for losing a match earlier in the week and ends up getting the fall. He's the only guy that didn't bleed in this match. <laughs> right. We had a band playing. Oh, yeah. What did you, you think of that? Well, it was a throwback to last year because they played Mox's theme like t- three or four times before they finally shut it off. Last year? Yeah. And when, oh, when they did it, just, it just kept going audio. It wasn't yeah. a live band, right, right? Right, right. So this time we had a live band going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, and so they played with that. Yeah, I thought I thought that was dope. Um, you know, and then obviously people talking about the the mask or whatever the guy was wearing. Yeah, it's like I don't know. We read too much into everything. Yeah, Shut that was up. yeah. Let it go. But, but it was funny. <laughs> it just kept going until he got super kicked. So being in the arena, I don't know how it translated on uh, television again. Um, but in the arena, it, every time it started, like people would pop. <laughs> oh, it was crazy! <laughs> yeah, like I'm I, like that crowd was not dead for that match. I'll nah, tell you it that. Added to the uh, just like everything's going. You don't know where to look. This music is playing nonstop. Then it slows down. Then it kicks back up, and like the crowd, like it just it it, it kind of conducted the crowd. You know, it did. Yeah, it, it did. It, it was fun. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. Maybe watching on TV, you're like, all right. Stop the music. Who knows? I don't know. I got. I'm gonna go watch it. Yeah, but you know, another great match, and uh, that wrapped up the night. So that was double or nothing, and just overall thoughts on the card, Dave. 
overall, I had a great time. Um, that day was just – it was a magical day, man. You were there. You you know what it was. I think that um, first introduction to AEW show, so Dynamite the, the Wednesday before and then, you know, the pay-per-view here. And I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan. Not that I wasn't a fan before, but I've just been to WWE shows, independent shows. I, I like what they are doing. Um, it definitely piqued my interest, and, in, you know, I want to get more invested in the product. Yeah, it's – there's going to be a lot of fun things to come with. Now we got Forbidden Door coming up, and we have two main event matches announced on that, and that should be something really special. And you know, heading into Wembley, too, I know Jeff Jarrett was talking about it. We put that clip up on YouTube along with you know the podcast. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be an exciting summer for AEW between that, the new house shows, you know, the collision show. What a run this is going to be for them coming up over the next uh, 8 to 12 weeks. Yeah, no, it's an exciting time. It'll be a hot summer. Hot summer. Yeah. Another, well, some other people that are having a hot summer, the boys over at WWE. Those? <laughs> My guys. Yeah, Jimmy got cooled off. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I love, I, it don't get no better than what's happening over there. Yeah, so in in this uh, episode of the of the Bloodline, the retribution for the super kick takes place mm. as Roman looked like they were going to hug it out. And then he signaled solo. Good yeah. game yeah. to Jimmy Uso, who I'm guessing is probably going to get the hell beat out of him at uh, Money in the Bank. Who who do you think he's going to go against? Oh, he's going to wrestle Roman. Oh, uh, one-on-one? Yeah. That's what you see? Uh, I think I'm, so. Uh, I would imagine. I think there'll be more to it, or you'll do uh, solo first or s- something. I just love what they're doing, man. It was a throwback, like... That whole story, like I'm when I'm watching it, I'm thinking like Tony Soprano and how everybody's trying to take his spot and this and that. But the way they pull it off, the emotion uh, when Solo switched sides, it was like, ah, uh, okay, you bought that. Like, okay, I can go with this. And then when he, you know, uh, gave him that spike, he was like, okay, I can go with this. <laughs> you know, in Roman, it just make you uh, endear Roman a lot more because it's like he's a boss, man. <laughs> yeah, don't play. He said, Don't kick play. him in the face <laughs> like, was, like you did me. It's a great uh, yeah. a great finish to SmackDown this week. Loved so, it. Loved it. Loved it. Roman also got a present. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh. what a present it was, man. I don't, so we're talking about the new belt? We got, that, we got a new belt. Did that cancel one out? Because he still had two belts. Boom. Oh, There's did. the problem with the new shiny golden belt. It didn't, right? No, it did. He's carrying won. one belt. So what's going on with the World Heavyweight Champ the World Championship? Not Seth's World Heavyweight Championship, uh-huh. the WWE Championship. Did, you know the one that, that Buddy Rogers won, you know, fifty five some years ago. Who? Yeah. <laughs> now, so So there's one title now that he has. Supposedly. One one belt. Yes. Uh okay, okay. I like it. I mean Really? Well, it looks like the other one. I like the dark tone of it. It's like that's a cool looking belt. It's not different, but I'd say out of the three that they had, uh, yeah, I like that one. That's it. Well, aesthetically, it's pleasing. Yeah, yeah. So uh, storyline, it's a nightmare. Well, what was the point of it to get rid of the two? Right. Right. Yeah. So how we knew that had to happen. We've been asking for that. Why is this? What now? They give it to you and you ain't happy with no, it? No, because I want the world. 
That World Heavyweight Championship belt that Seth Rollins is holding uh-huh. should be, if they were going to do it, should have continued the lineage. That should be. And keep the universal title as the universal title. Oh. So now, but so now what happens? Are they merged? You know, it, it, do those two title histories go together? Okay. I, mean, I swear on, to God. Hold on, hold on, Because okay, now I'm but, confused. So right. Seth, Seth Rollins has what? The brand new World Heavyweight Championship belt. He is the first holder of the title. Roman Reigns has what? He has a new undisputed Universal Championship. Yeah. I don't know. That's weird. It is weird. It is weird. And you know, I'm I'm wondering if Vince is trying to wipe out the history of the WWF. Mm-hmm. And and hear me out on this because I'll tell you, he's one he's one little trick away from making Roman the second longest champion. Mm-hmm. Because there's there's a way to push Backlund down if he wanted to do it. If you know the history of Bob Backlund's title reign, mm-hmm. now they recognize it as a six year reign. Continuous, okay. but it was not a continuous reign. About six hundred days in, it's about a year and a year and a half ish, or yeah, that'd be right, about right. Well, close to two years. Backlund went over to Japan and defended the title against Tony Inoki and and lost. Oh, right, unsanctioned, sanctioned. Well, that's a good question. Okay. Then they had a rematch over in Japan a few days later, which went to a no contest because outside interference. But Inoki relinquished the belt. Mm-hmm. So the title was vacant. And about a month later, they had a match with Backlund and Bobby Duncan, which Backlund won to regain the championship. Mm-hmm. There was also a vacation where he wrestled Greg Valentine and the belt got held up and Backlund ended up winning the rematch. Hey, can we just take the rest of the show and just go over Bob Backlund's illustrious history? I mean, well, what, where are we going? Well, but there's a reason that I'm telling the story. All right. So Roman's got his thousand days, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. A little over. If Backlund's, if you would recognize the Antonio Inoki victory, mm-hmm. it takes, and forget about the two va- the two vacations of the title after that, it takes Backlund's reign down actually below Hogan's reign mm. for consecutive days. So Roman, then, if you wanted to make him, there's no way he's going to catch Bruno. Right. But you could actually put, have Roman get to that, I think it's a 1440-ish. What's what's Bruno? Bruno's, like, had a seven or a year, it's a couple, like, near 3,000 days on his years. first reign. So, yeah, it, he, it was a total of 10 years for the two reigns. Damn. But, yeah, so you're never catching Bruno. Okay. But you could wipe out, if you recognize that reign, he could have Roman wipe out Hogan's reign, Backlund's reign, Pedro Morales' reign, and now his creation. Mm-hmm. Because when you really think about this, Hulk Hogan, even though you know Hulkamania and everything happened, he didn't really create Hulk Hogan because Hogan had started out being Hogan in the AWA and out on the territories. So Roman was his baby from start to finish. And I I have a feeling that Vince wants to have his legacy be this guy. Mm-hmm. He can't do anything about Bruno. Right. But it wipes out the territory days. You know, issues with Hogan. You know, it gets rid of superstar Billy Graham. But Pedro Morales, another longstanding champion, but not one that Vince was real big on. Because as soon as Vince took over, 
Pedro got pushed aside. Right. I almost wonder if Vince would make that move. He could actually say, this is my guy. This is the greatest champion of all time. Yeah, of course. Well, I mean. Do you think he'd do that? I don't think it's that calculated. I mean, for for the lineage of the company and history. Um, but I do think that, yeah, he's creating something special in Roman. Like, definitely he's, he's putting him as a standout, and you know, champion in history because there's been so many. I mean, but then, again, you got like a John Cena and like there's a, The Rock, Stone Cold. I don't know. But then you keep hearing Backlund and Morales come up, and I think Vince just doesn't want to hear the names anymore. You think? Yep. That's it? Okay. I That's what I think. I'll give so. him a call after this and see what yep. you think. Please do. Yeah. But, Vince, if you're listening, I'm sorry I gave you the out. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Well, I mean, but he could keep it for over 3,000 days. Oh, my God. That would be, God, you'd be pushing 10 years. Well, we have. But even if he tries to get past that 1,400 mark, that's still past WrestleMania next year. So this is I'm I'm curious. I'm gonna see I'm curious to see where this all ends up with Roman holding on to his title. I love it, man. I love it. Yep. I, I, I just keep it on him and let's keep stirring it up, man. Yep. And by the way, I do wanna before we hit the break, wanna recognize the new WWE women's champ tag team champions. We've got Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey won the tag titles on Monday. So they are the new women's tag team champions. So there you go. Whack. <laughs> wow. Just said whack. Whack, whack, whack. <laughs> and well, with that, let's take a break. This show's not whack. It's the best show on the planet. <laughs> yes, sir. Mark Hoke, the David Difference, and a whole lot of fun. And we have an email to read. Oh, boy. Yeah. I don't even know what's coming. I seriously don't <laughs> know what's coming. I know you sent it to me. I didn't. So stick around, everybody. we got a whole lot more coming up on the Mark Hoke Show. We'll be right back. can help you achieve your goals and look and feel your best. Our regenerative medicine clinic utilizes stem cell and exome therapy. We also have a comprehensive weight loss program and numerous other services you can find on our website at infinitewellness.info. We're located at 8925 West Post Road, Suite 100, right across from Ikea. You can book your appointment today by calling us at 702-842-2244 or find us on social media at infinitewellness.lv. We'd love to be a part of your journey. If you're looking for an award-winning dining experience at outstanding prices, look no further than Unique Eats. Whether it's their incredible breakfast platters, amazing pastas and sandwiches, or world-renowned pizzas, celebrity chef Dominic Tedesco will have you covered. Check out their coffee and smoothie bar, vegetarian options, catering, and top-flight service. Visit Unique Eats today at 3100 South Durango Suite 100. Call 702-992-3038 or go to uniqueeatslv.com and we'll see you all at Unique Eats. 1015 FM K-Don. You're listening to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Vegas. The Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Now, here again is Mark Hoke. All right. Let's do this one more time, shall we? Wrap this thing up. The Mark Hoke Show on K-Don. 1015 FM. The talk of Las Vegas. And... Got, Dave got one bookkeeping thing to take care of before yeah, of we course, course. get into whatever you're throwing at me. Yeah, right. Don't, don't. Will you stop? I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I, Good Lord. I'll go along with The you. Cauliflower Alley Club is going to be here in Las Vegas for their CAC reunion. Mm-hmm. 
God, why can't I talk today? August 28th through the 30th. And your first step to getting to go to this event, which, by the way, award winners that will be there, CM Punk just announced Ron Simmons, Mickey James, the Nasty Boys, Coco Beware, uh, Damian 666, the Lucha Libre Award winner, Joe Malenko, uh, and so many others are going to be there. Of course, Brian Blair is the president. Get your membership. It's 25 bucks a year. That's it. And you'll be helping out a great cause, you know, assisting wrestlers and industry professionals that have fallen on hard times. Just go to caulifloweralleyclub.org. Get your $25 membership, and then you can get tickets to go to this amazing shindig. It's going to be something else, Dave. Yeah, it'll be a great couple of days here in Las Vegas. Um, I'm excited for the event, and I want to invite and well, everybody out here in the Las Vegas wrestling community. Come on out, support, man. It's going to be a beautiful thing. Yeah, meet and greets and all sorts of terrific yeah, yeah, stuff yeah. happening. You don't so. want to miss it, man. If, you, if you're a fan of the business, you're a fan of the uh, entertainment, whatever it is, come on out, man. It's a great time. Absolutely. Uh, by the way, real fast, uh, L.A. Knight among the qualifier, qualifiers qualifier. for the Money in the Bank. Cauliflower. Uh, yeah. yeah uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, Ricochet also will be in that match. Zelina Vegas is qualified on the women's side. We're hearing rumor that L.A. Knight is going to be the guy. He's already so, the guy. So we'll see what happens there. And the Rock's daughter, Ava, will be making her NXT televised debut on Tuesday night. Okay. So anyway, I want to check that out. They hype it up. What 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 is she going by? Uh, Ava. Oh, got nice. a six man match, inter or inter person match coming oh, up. So man. get ready. Get ready. The rocket. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The qualifier. Yeah. Dave. Yeah. All right. So I get this. What, email. what is this email? I, I, okay, and I think you're ribbing me, but I get this email, and like I get first, I I laugh it off, and then I. <clears throat> then I'll read it back, and I get goosebumps. It, it, let me just read it. Dear The David Difference, I pen this message to you shrouded in secrecy and a longing for remembrance. It is whispered amongst the wrestling realms that you possess a deep understanding of greatness and unwavering commitment <laughs> to preserving the legacy of legends past. I would have never written this, but go ahead. It is for this reason that I reach out to you in hopes that you may grant me a sanctuary of trust where I can reveal my tale. Ooh. Okay. For years I have observed from the shadows, bearing witness to the ebb and flow of the wrestling world, and now as the winds of destiny stir once more, I seek solace in your steadfast loyalty. My spirit yearns to resurface, to dominate once again in the squared circle leaving an indelible mark in our hearts of fans of both new and old. Is okay. that, this isn't you? No, but, and I'm trying to figure out who this could be. But the time for anonymity must endure a little longer. Oh, as, I <laughs> right, as I choose to reveal my fable narrative solely to you, dear David. A saga that what? will reignite the flames of passion reign supreme in the annals of wrestling lore. Together we shall craft an exclusive interview that shall resonate through the ages. Seek not to unravel the, rid the riddle, for the answers shall reveal themselves in due course. Let our meeting be clandestine, a rendezvous of legends. I implore you to keep our encounter under wraps, for the revelation of my return shall be monumentous surprise to all who doubt the power of resurrection. Await my signal, David. What 
in the blue hell. Together, we shall resurrect the glory of a wrestling icon. I'm really so. <laughs> you so what you're telling me is this hasn't. You don't know who this is. No clue. It's at AOL address, so I'm assuming it's 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 an older. I don't know AOL. It's you. Do you want to look at my AOL account? (laughs) You have an AOL? I do, actually. But it's not me. Well, so I I, I thought it was, and I responded, ha ha, I love it. And they just responded, you will reach out soon. Okay. So there's an exclusive interview coming. If it wasn't you. Is it Greg Gagne? Mm. Hornswoggle? I don't know. Well, here's where I. I don't know. It just say we're, Mark. We're running out of time, so. Well, I'm just saying. I don't know, man. So I'll leave that up. You know, if you're a listener, let me know. Chime in, man. I, I have no hit, I have no clue. I'm going to follow up, and hopefully hit, we'll have the greatest interview ever. Hit us on Twitter at Mark Hoke Show and tell us who you think this is. Right. Because seriously, I I don't know what. If, it, if it's not you, I am excited, nervous. And uh, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't even know what to say. It's crazy. I'm trying to think who this could be. Is it a British guy? How would I know? I mean, well, yeah, the, the language, right? Like, it's very educated. Sounds like it. Well written. Hit us up on Mark Hoke Show and tell us who you think this is. Seriously. Yeah. Strange, man. I don't know, man. But, wow. Resurrection. So we have a mystery. Unbelievable. Well, that's it for the show. That's it? That's it. Oh, man. Thanks for joining us for the two hours here on KDON. We appreciate it. Follow us. You can follow David at on Twitter at David Difference. And, of course, me at Mark Hoke Show and MarkHokeShow.com. And, of course, podcasts available at MarkHokeShow.Podbean.com. All your favorite podcast outlets. Mark Hoke Show Instagram, Facebook. Just put in Mark Hoke Show. You'll find it all. And go to this YouTube videos we've got some great stuff up there too guys thank you so much for joining us we will see you next week on the mark oak show have a great day las vegas want more of the mark oak show follow us on twitter at mark oak show like us on facebook at the mark oak show and visit mark to keep up with everything happening with the show and remember to check out all of our archive shows on youtube at The Mark Hoke Show and download our podcasts at markhokeshow.podbean.com and all your favorite podcast outlets. So join the Mark Hoke Show family today and thanks for listening.